Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiancé who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home, relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and Fallen First Responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh yeah. Uh, sorry. I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. So I'm a father of what? I gotta find a babysitter. I found Care.com and I was blown away. Through the platform, I was able to find local and experienced candidates along with their reviews and rates, which were way more affordable than I anticipated. Care.com really put me at ease knowing that they were all required to go through a background check. If you're like me and you need to find someone reliable for your childcare necessities, check out care.com. Find the ideal sitters for your childcare needs. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hunt Friday, September 16th edition of the program. We have sour grapes on the vineyard. People getting very upset about the transfer of 50 illegal immigrants via a plane to the enclave of Martha's Vineyard, a tremendously wealthy, elitist little island in the Atlantic off of Massachusetts. The Libs are in meltdown over this. In fact, they have already kicked these migrants off the island and relocated them. But hold on a second. This doesn't make any sense because... We're a, a nation of immigrants, they tell us, and illegal immigrants are our strength and all this other stuff, right? Doesn't Martha's Vineyard want more diversity? What is the problem here? What is the reason for all the hypocrisy and all of the craziness from the libs around this? We will discuss. Plus, you've got the continuing reality of the midterm election looming here. Uh, Fetterman is now saying there are cheap shots being taken against him because of his health. Well... We will discuss this as well. It's all coming up here in just a second. But, you know, the data breaches keep coming. Another one was announced, this one including Social Security numbers. So there was this technology service company used by a student loan authority in Oklahoma. 
They announced a breach affecting over 2 million people that included social security numbers. This is bad stuff for people because it can mean that their identity is stolen and then they might end up being treated as though they'd taken out loans they never actually did or credit cards, any number of things. It's important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. Your personal information gets exposed so often, making it dangerously easy for a cyber criminal to steal your identity. That's why you need LifeLock. I've had LifeLock for years, and it is fantastic. And sometimes I get an email from them letting me know they've pulled my they pulled credit somewhere. There's a change to my credit file. I mean, they're really watching it closely. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but it is easy to help protect yourself with LifeLock. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go online to LifeLock.com and use promo code B-U-C-K for 25% off. That's promo code BUCK, promo code B-U-C-K when you go to LifeLock.com. Let's just start with this. I know the migrants have already been removed from the vineyard. Muffy and Buffy were, oh, we're just so happy to have donated so much money to Kamala Harris and Joe Biden's campaign and... We care so much about black lives. We have a big Black Lives Matter flag on the front steps of our $15 million beachside retreat in Martha's Vineyard. I mean, this is really what's going on over there. This is the kind of people that are on this island. And 50, not 5,000, 50 migrants show up and we are, they were immediately told, or we are immediately told by the shelter coordinator on the vineyard, the following... What are the most difficult challenges right now? The difficult challenges are at some point in time they have to move from here to somewhere else. We don't have the services to take care of 50 immigrants um, and we, we certainly don't have housing. We're in a housing crisis as we are on this island and so we don't, we can't house everyone here that lives here and works here. We don't have housing for 50 more people. Hold on a second. No, notice this. We don't, it's a housing crisis. We can't house them. We can't take them in. Martha's Vineyard in the summertime has over 100,000 people that will stay on the island. It's a summer retreat, basically. In the wintertime, there are about 15,000 people that live there, 15 to 20,000. So that means that there's a lot of structures that are not really in use for nine months of the year, eight months of the year. You're going to tell me they can't find an inn that's going to be shutting down and say, oh, the state will send you a check. We're going to just house the migrants in your inn for a while. I mean, what services are they really talking about? It's 50 people. They can't feed, house, clothe 50 people for even a few weeks. Nope. Had to get them off the island right away. Um, look, Governor Ron DeSantis, who's behind this, he understands the hypocrisy of the libs with this stuff. They're all, oh, we love migrants so much. Illegal migrants. We love the illegal migrants. As long as the libs in elite rich enclaves don't have to have all the illegal migrants in their neighborhood, in their schools, their issue in their community. No, it's it's for the border communities. I'm sorry, does, does El Paso, Texas, does McAllen, Texas, Rio, uh, Del Rio, Texas, do any of these places have special facilities to deal with migrants to live there no of course not so there are 10 cities out on the streets but that's not a problem for libs martha's vineyard is their thing you have to understand martha's vineyard is special that's even if you don't go there if you're a lib if you're a biden vote if you're a democrat in the entire east coast of the united states 
and, or, you know, really anywhere in the country, but particularly in the East Coast, you aspire to one day have a Martha's Vineyard beach house. I mean, it's the Hamptons, the Vineyard, Nantucket. These are places. I know for people to say, oh, what about, the, you know, the Carolinas? Yeah, there are other very fancy places in the coast of Florida. But uh, particularly if you're in New England, I mean, this is the, this is the top of the real estate heap, right? This is as good as it gets. And it's totally, it's 95% Democrat. It's just Democrats, basically, on the side. There are a few Republicans here and there. And so when you send illegal migrants there, it upsets them. It upsets them because, hold on, there's not allowed to be crime and disorder and camping out on the streets and resource drain and all the things that actually do happen as a result of the lawless border and happen all along the border and then are exported to cities across the country, depending on what we're talking about specifically. But you're, you're not allowed to have that in a place like the Vineyard. That's got to be somewhere else. And really what the problem is here more than anything else is that people are seeing what's going on. People are aware of it. Democrats want illegal immigration. They like it. The Biden administration is doing everything they can to encourage through action. I know what they say. They say, oh, we want a secure border. Sure they do. They encourage through their policies illegal immigration. And, and if you're wondering about that, I mean, here is a migrant. They'd lo- they left some of them outside of Kamala Harris's residence in D.C. Here's a migrant who's saying the border is open. It's open, not closed. The border is open. It's open because we enter. We come in free. No problem. Yeah, we came illegally, not legal. He's like, the border's open. We came in illegally. Obviously, this is what's going on. The numbers are tremendous on this. I mean, there's huge numbers of people who are coming across illegally. 8,000 a day. That's the estimate. Five million since Biden took office. And yet they pretend that somehow they're doing something to secure the border. I mean, here is uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, who was asked about this today. Because Kamala Harris says the border is secure. Uh, In what way is that even a thing you could say and not expect to be laughed at? Does the White House stand by those comments that the border is secure? What we stand by is that we are doing everything that we can uh, to make sure that um, uh, that we follow the process that's been put forth. That's why we have uh, historic funding uh, to do just that, to make sure that, um, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, to make sure that um, to make sure that uh, the folks that we encounter at the border be removed uh, or expelled. Is the border secure? I, I'm just going to refer back to the vice president. We agree with her. Wait, hold on a second. They have historic funding to expel people. They have the worst numbers when it comes to interior enforcement in the modern history of this country. They have more people coming in illegal, illegally than ever before. Ah, uh, but you see, yes, there's the lib hysteria about their sanctuary of Martha's Vineyard. Not an illegal, not, not a, a sanctuary city in the sense that it's taking in illegals, because clearly that's a problem. No, it's a sanctuary for elite libs. This is where they get to go to get away from the cities that they're ruining with crime and their ridiculous criminal coddling policies. But it's not just that. There's also, I think, the panic of, Oh, my gosh. If people know what's going on here, if people are made aware of just how bad the illegal immigrant situation actually is, the numbers, 
what it means for different communities. And if the hypocrisy of this all is exposed, which I think it is happening right now, maybe this is going to cost Democrats in the midterms. Ooh, that's a big issue. That's a big problem. And also, Governor Ron DeSantis, once again, has found a way to expose the libs for what they really are. People visiting here, we were the number one state for foreign tourism by far in 2021 for all U.S. tourism. But even people across the border, there's a lot that say they want to come to Florida. So our message is, you know, we're not a sanctuary state. Uh, we don't have benefits or, or any of that. There are some sanctuary jurisdictions, and that would be better. Now, what would be the best is for Biden to do his damn job and secure the border. He said, we're not a sanctuary state. You know, you're not allowed to, by federal law, first of all, be in the country illegally, but that's just completely ignored. You're also not allowed to get benefits, federal benefits, if you are an illegal immigrant. That's ignored in a lot of different ways. Uh, and then there's also state benefits that can... Look at what California... California basically treats illegals as though they should get all the same benefits as legal citizens and taxpayers. Does everything that they can. Um, and then there's... And that's just stuff that we know about that California's doing. I mean, who knows what's going on with elections? So in the meantime, what is their response from the libs about all of this? You know, since they're being exposed, since we're all seeing what's really going on here with this... You say to yourself, what are they going to do? Oh, the moralizing. That's the next move. The, it's inhumane. It's t- what you're doing is terrible. You're playing with people's lives. They're not. They're, they're literally moving people who are already in the country from one part of the United States to another part, a part that is actually really nice and safe and clean and pretty and wealthy. So what's the problem? Oh, I see. They have to go into... An urban hellscape somewhere. This is what makes liberals more comfortable. Go into a a depressed city center with high crime and go into a, a the broader illegal immigrant community there so you can be underpaid and exploited for labor, but that you're not act. People are aware of it. The libs don't want to be aware of it, but they pretend to be such humanitarians. Oh, they care so much about all the illegals. Sure, they do. Uh, Governor Abbott, who was really behind this policy in the first place, is the one who points out that the Biden administration and the Biden administration's whole approach to all things involving the border is incentivizing very risky, very dangerous behavior and is actually deeply inhumane. Everybody in the country knows that what President Biden just said and what Kamala Harris said and what Mayorkas says, uh, that the, the border is closed or the working to secure the border is now right lie because we have an, an all-time record number of people coming across the border. What is inhumane uh, is the president's policies that have led his border with Mexico to be declared the deadliest border crossing in the entire world. What is inhumane are his policies that attract people who lose their lives, who are being human trafficked, uh, who are victims of of rape uh, and even murder. And so what the president needs to understand is he is killing people with his open border policies and he's destroying his own country, but not enforcing the immigration law. So what the Democrats want on this issue of immigration, illegal immigration, is for the illegality to continue for people by their actions on our side of the government and on the other side of the border based upon the migrant flow to show us that they think this is a good deal. They want it to continue. 
but to publicly pretend that this is not actually the whole plan, to publicly pretend that they don't want this to be occurring. And to that, I just say, they're lying to you. They're lying to you. You know what you should really see uh, if we had a, a serious media in this country, which unfortunately we don't, because the media has been totally overtaken by the hive mind of the left. And there are very few. Obviously, I do a show. There are other conservatives out there, but we're five percent of the overall overall media landscape at best on the conservative side. Maybe you could argue, you know, seven percent. But uh, this is this is a circumstance. You have to step back. You have to ask yourself, hold, hold on a second. What is it exactly that they don't like about illegal immigration? Force them to start to explain. Why is it that in New York City and in Chicago and in D.C. they're saying it's a crisis because migrants have been bussed there? They've got tons of illegal aliens in those cities. So why is it a crisis? It's a political crisis, you see. It's not a humanitarian crisis. Not in those cities. Those are huge cities. They've got massive welfare and shelter systems and plenty of charities and nonprofits and all the rest of it. The issue is that this is focusing the public's attention on it, which causes political accountability. That's what they don't want. They don't want people to see this. This has to be an unseen illegal alien invasion of the country over many years. I mean, what's the number right now? We should ask this question. What is the number of illegal aliens in the United States? First of all, they changed it. I think now they technically, maybe they even just say they're undocumented in, in federal in federal law until the Biden administration, it was legal alien. And now as a bureaucratic maneuver, I think internally they refer to them as undocumented, undocumented. And that's not even true. They have documents somewhere. They just don't have documents that say they're citizens because they're not, because they're not allowed to be here. They're not green card holders. They're not visa holders. They just show up. And... It's it's fascinating that the same people who will tell you, you know, the law is the law will look at you and say, well, illegal immigrants should be able to stay. Really? Why should I pay taxes? Why should I pay taxes? Actually, here, a little quick digression. The left loves taxation. They love the IRS. In fact, the secretary of the Treasury, Janet Yellen, said this about the IRS and its critical place in our society. As our nation's revenue collection agency, the IRS is a foundation of our government and our society. The IRS collects 96% of the revenue that funds the federal government, that supports our priorities from national security to infrastructure to social security. It's also one of the very few parts of the federal government that touches nearly every american household oh it touches every household i don't think it gets consent first but it's touching households for sure yeah not in places you want to be touched uh the irs is supercharged now thanks to the biden anti-inflation bill it makes inflation worse but i bring this up just because look at the look at all the illegal immigration that's going on and they act like it's not illegal if you if you just say, look, guys, I really need more money for uh, for my house and for my family. And so I'm just not going to I'm just going to take a few years off from paying taxes. The federal government will send men with guns to take you out of your home in handcuffs to treat you like you're a bad person. You are you're uh, an evildoer. You are unpatriotic. They will take your freedom away. 
If you say, hey, I'm not getting arrested today, they will face plant you on the concrete and physically force you into a cell because you don't want to pay your taxes. Now, no human being could argue. It is impossible to argue that anyone listening to this, your taxes make any difference whatsoever, any difference of any kind to the federal treasury. Janet Yellen, the IRS. No, no. Your money is irrelevant. But they're going to arrest you if you don't pay your taxes. Why? What would they say? It's the law. You do it because we say so. It's the law. Federal law right now states that all of these people who have come into the country illegally are in violation of law day one. And when they don't show up for their hearings or they don't get asylum or whatever the case may be, they are to be deported from the country. Why isn't that the law? People say, oh, but what about, you know, it's, it's so sad and people are working hard. and things. Look, I get it. People, you know, people want a better situation for themselves. But the reason I bring up the IRS thing is if I told them, hey, look, I'm not paying my taxes, but I'm donating a lot of money to charity and um, my kids are going to great school now and we live in a bigger house, you know, no harm, no foul. They're going to say you're going to prison for five years. Oh, but, does, but I'm a bad person, you see. So if you don't pay your taxes, you're a bad person or should have your freedom taken away. But if you live in the country illegally, you are a hero. In fact, you are better than us. Where is the explain to me how that how that all works? Uh, oh, I mean, are illegal migrants paying income tax, by the way? No, they are not. But see, this is what I mean. There's a whole separate category of people say, oh, but yes, they, they would actually get money back from the federal government. Oh, you know, well, <sighs> that's the system we have. But they're not registering. They're not actually paying taxes. So so they're still actually you have to file. So they're still breaking the law when it comes to taxes. But it doesn't matter there. You see, they're allowed to break the law. The other thing I thought was amazing is is human trafficking. Here is Joy Reid among the uh, among the dumbest television commentators on politics out there. Not the dumbest, but but um, in, in the top tier of, of dumb. Here she is on MSNBC saying that flying migrants to states like this in uh, in Martha's Vineyard, Massachusetts, is human trafficking. Is there any conversation that's being had per your reporting about whether or not this is a crime? Because this has been called trafficking. There is a lot of chatter now that what these governors, including Ron DeSantis, have done is to have trafficked these families. Right. And that's something that uh, that a lot of people are asking the Department of Justice to look into, that including California Governor Gavin Newsom and uh, Democrat uh, Nikki Fried, who is our agriculture commissioner. Human trafficking? That was last night, by the way, on MSNBC. You know what's happened as of today? They human trafficked, quote unquote, the migrants to Cape Cod. So uh, by their definition of human trafficking, if I offer somebody a ride and a sandwich, if I say, hey, you're going downtown, I'll give you a ride. Uh, I've human trafficked them. And I don't think they really understand what the term human trafficking means. Um, and they they also certainly don't understand the reality of what's happening all over the country. You have these people saying, oh, but they don't have the resources. Do they think McAllen, Texas, Del Rio, Texas, El Paso, the Tijuana, San Diego border crossing? Do they have the resources for thousands and thousands of people a day to cross over and say, oh, well, here I am. No, they've completely overwhelmed Border Patrol. Oh, and what are some of the consequences of that? 100,000 overdose deaths, people dying, families shattered, lives ruined. Because the border is wide open, it's a total mess. Border Patrol can't actually catch a fraction of the drugs pouring over. You know why? Because people are showing up saying, here I am, I want to be in your country now. 
The Biden administration says, great. This is what we want. We need more of this. More of this. And that is just the truth. But you know who's really upset about this? Because his his buddies at the country club, you know, Muffy and Buffy and Thurston Howell the third, you know, they, they had to take a break from the croquet match over Martha's Vineyard to, to look at the television screens and deal with this for a second. Joe Scarborough. There's somebody who really cares about illegal immigrants. It's Joe Scarborough who flies private between his various coastal mansions in Florida and the Northeast. Here he is saying it's what DeSantis has done is grotesque. Yeah, there has been a crisis, uh, like you said, and and it's a crisis that needs to be fixed. We don't fix it by using uh, the migrants as political pawns and dropping them off uh, for, you know, just so you can own the libs. You don't own the libs with human lives, dropping them off in a place that wasn't prepared, didn't know they were coming. You don't own the libs by dropping them off in the middle of a street on Massachusetts Avenue. Uh, in Washington, D.C., so you can say, hey, we own the libs. We dropped these babies. We dropped these children off in the middle of the street outside of the vice president's home. That's really grotesque. I just want to know, what does he think actually? But, well, he doesn't think, so that's probably the first problem. Just whatever, whatever, whatever the sanctimonious lib wine moms of wealthy suburban coastal america whatever they want to hear is what joe i mean it was what joe scarborough says that's the whole game whatever you know hedge fund managers who know nothing about politics but have been lucky in the markets enough times that they're really rich whatever they want to hear is what joe scarborough is going to be saying there so i mean the guy there's there's no there's somebody used to be a republican conservative notice how all he ever does now is trash the right and he's like, oh, I'm an independent now. This is the, that's the game people play in uh, TV news. Oh, I've become an independent. That means you are a controlled opposition. You're a fake Republican or now former Republican whose only job is to entertain libs by trashing everything he ever pretended to care about and stand for. Oh, but it all changed with Donald Trump. No, your paycheck changed with Donald Trump. That's what changed. And we all see it and we all know it. But uh, the situation here. Oh, oh, wait, I, I've got to get a little bit in on this. Fetterman is very unhappy with Dr. Oz pointing out that Fetterman is clearly not healthy enough to be a United States senator. Watch, uh, listen to it this. was very um, bracing to, to face this, uh, the fact that I could have died. And, you know, thinking about that, reflecting on that, that, you know, the father of three young children and, and, and a wife and thinking of all those things. I promise you that is. 10 times bigger and 10 times harder than the kind of cheap shots that Dr. Oz has chosen to, to choose uh, in, in his campaign. But again, it's, it's his story. He's got to tell it the way he needs to. But he needs to own those kind of words uh, because uh, a doctor who's choosing to mock somebody who's making uh, a recovery from a stroke, I, I don't believe demonstrates that here's a, a guy that has lost his way. In fact, he's never had his way. He's not healthy enough to be running for Senate. We all know it. Even Democrats know it. And using this as a shield is honestly, it's just, it's unseemly. It's sad. Using his failing health as a shield, or really in this case, as a club to attack Dr. Oz. It's gross, man. There are more important things. And I hope Fetterman lives a very long, healthy life with his family. God bless. He just shouldn't be running for the United States Senate right now. And he knows it. All right, everybody. Have a great weekend. Heading out to Martha's Vineyard. Enjoy. See you on Monday. Shields high. 
The Tunnel to Towers Foundation supports America's greatest heroes, our service members, and first responders who die or are severely injured in the line of duty, as well as homeless veterans. These are heroes we all owe a debt of gratitude to. The Foundation's Gold Star, Fallen First Responders, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs honor the sacrifices made for us. We're honoring the men and women who risk their lives and bodies for our country and our communities. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America with over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Not to mention there are dozens of golf outings and barbecues. The Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute educates kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day while helping our nation keep its vow to never forget. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of our country's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.